Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Are you so excited? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited because I just pulled up your chart and I was like, damn, that's a lot of earth signs in there. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we're attracted to each other with all that Virgo and Capricorn in your chart. Do you know this? Yeah, yeah, I definitely know all of that. I am definitely very, very grounded in the, in the earth signs. Awesome. Well, any questions before we get started? Like if there's anything specific you want to focus on? I know you want to build a business around your life path and monetize it. Is there anything else specific just so I make sure that I answer those things? No, I mean, I'm really interested to, you know, hear your analysis of my chart, kind of seeing anything that I maybe I'm not thinking of or considering right now that would be, you know, useful to bring into my business. So just, you know, really open to whatever comes through. Awesome. Okay. So how it usually works um, is I'm just going to be telling you what I see and then I'll pause. And then if you want to make a comment or you want to add, or you have a question, that's you. So that way I can just cover as much as I possibly can, but I'll make sure to kind of stop talking so that you can chime in. <laughs> Perfect. Sound good? Okay, great. Okay, so we're just going to start with the fundamentals first, which is like the sun, moon, and rising. Uh, so you have your sun in Leo, your moon in Libra, and your rising is Scorpio. So we're going to start with the sun. So the way I look at the sun, uh, as I like to refer to that as your secret sauce, it's the thing that, it's the way that you perceive yourself mostly, but it's not really how other people see you, but it's also like this, um, it's like the ma magician card in the tarot. It's the magic wand that kind of brings it all together. So we're kind of, what we're going to do with the sun is we're going to hold space for it. And it's going to, and we're basically going to sprinkle it on all the other aspects of your chart. So Leo is obviously, you know, the courageous lion. They're, they love to be adored. They love the spotlight. They are organized. They're creative. Um, they're really, um, they're really about, about getting in front of people and, making them smile like think about the sun it brings the light to people's day so you are really someone that is uh helping other people to see their light so you, it's kind of like you're holding a torch to them so we're going to use that like foundation with the other signs as well mm -hmm. okay so then we have the moon the moon is your motivation so the way that you're going to stay motivated in business is in Libra. So this is a little bit tricky because Libra has a tendency to have commitment issues. And uh, so when we're looking at Libra with the Venusian energy, you know, she's all about surrounding herself with beauty. I don't know what your home looks like, but fresh flowers, plants. Uh, she's really about, she's the goddess. So if you want to stay motivated in your business, your surroundings, um, even the people that you're surrounding yourself with, they have to have this essence of beauty, um, inside beauty, outer beauty, uh, calmness. You know, when I think about Libra, I think about the Empress card uh, in, in the tarot. So she's really grounded, but because she's the peacemaker and, and she's all about balance, a lot of times, you know, the way if she wants to be motivated to take her business to the next level, she's probably going to have to spend a good chunk of time in nature, um, writing, listening to music, any of those artsy things. That's what's going to, um, you know, kind of, um, what's the saying? Like, it's going to help you, like, when you can't figure out a question on your own, 
Libra's going to come in and be like, let's go sun gaze, let's go moon bathe, let's go uh, walk in the grass barefoot. So she, so those are going to be the ways that you um, can get your mojo back if you're ever feeling uninspired, not motivated. Um, the flip side, you know, which is the shadow of Libra, you know, is that she's scatterbrained, you know, so she's, she's really um, you know, there's an, you know, she's an air sign. So this, like her head is kind of bobbing around with like all of these amazing ideas. And because Libra is a cardinal sign, she's a pioneer, but, and it's really great that you have a lot of earth in your chart, but you know, she does have a tendency to have a, have a hard time planting roots and like sticking to it, like sticking to the plan. She doesn't like having the plan because she's all about, you know, being free. You know, she's, you know, she's the justice card in tarot. She wants, she wants freedom. She wants um, things to be fair. Uh, so there's, so it's a little interesting to have the moon there, but because you have so much earth in your chart, I don't see this Libra energy having too big of an impact. Um, how has it been so far in your business? Have you noticed Libra showing up or how do you normally deal with that Libra energy? Yeah, so I've definitely noticed it showing up and sort of like changing niche a lot and not really, you know, making a ton of progress and sort of like switching ideas every few months. So like I've definitely, um, I've definitely kind of felt that shadow energy. So I've been working a lot, especially in the last like two, three months to really just work on being more decisive and just being more consistent with small tasks, which has then really helped me to be more consistent with like bigger things. And so I've been tapping into some of the other energies that I have available to me in my chart to sort of um, not combat, but maybe tame the, the Libra a little bit. Love it. Perfect. Perfect. I'm just taking some notes here. Okay. So that's the moon. That's the motivation. So if you ever, like, I love that you already kind of chunked it down. It's very Virgo of you to kind of nip it in the bud. You know, this is what I've been noticing. I'm going to change my, my course of action. So uh, just know that the moon is always going to be, um, it, it's always going to be there whenever you need a spark of inspiration. So it's really great to have Libra there because she is an artist. You know, I don't know if how you feel about you know, portraying yourself as an artist, but the moon is in Libra, who is fond of the arts. So we'll see how that plays out when we get to like your North Node, um, Chiron, but I want to kind of, again, we're planting some seeds here with Leo and Libra. Uh, and now we've got Scorpio as your rising sign. So I love this because this is how other people see you. Um, but this is also the problem you solve. So when you're looking at your business, obviously, the way we get people to buy things is it's got to solve a problem. And you got this in the sign of Scorpio. So Scorpio is the detective. She's the investigator. She's all about uh, understanding psychology and the behavior of people. She just wants to understand why things are the way they are, whether it's with people, whether it's a circumstance, whether it's a relationship, whether it's her business. She just wants to understand the underlying deeper meaning. Uh, and because of this, the problem that she's here to solve you know, really could be anything that has to do with the mystical arts, anything to do with psychology, human design, astrology, tarot, um, therapies, healing, um, working on your, your, um, your, your psychic abilities, 
Um, she's great at writing. She's creative. She, you know, it rules the sexual organs. This doesn't have to be literal, but it can. It could be um, healing the womb area. Um, it could be manifestation. So when looking to, um, you know, the problem that you solve, it's going to be exciting because there's not a lot of people that are willing to go to the taboo depths that Scorpio is. But because you have your rising sign there, it's inviting you to walk down that door. And it is, and the further that you can walk down it, the more your uh, your kismet clients are going to line up to walk through that door with you. Okay, so those are kind of like the foundations, which is interesting. You have a nice balance. Uh, you've got fire, air, and water. Now, as we go deeper into your chart, you've got a lot of earth. So it's actually a very balanced chart. Um, I do like that you have Cancer and Jupiter, which we'll talk about. Um, you also have Cancer and Chiron. So Cancer is playing a significant role uh, in your business, especially when it comes to making money and also healing yourself. So let's go ahead and tackle um, the Cancer energies in your chart, okay? So, so Jupiter is the planet of good fortune um, and expansion. So it's, it's key when you're thinking about your business, like how am I going to expand my business? Well, I know the problem that I solve is to take people down the little, the little rabbit hole, right? The Scorpio rabbit hole um, and help them dig deeper into understanding their own human nature, right? And then you've got Jupiter here going, well, let's expand upon that. Let's blow this business into what it's, blow it up into what it's supposed to be. And you've got cancer sitting there wanting to nurture. Now, your 12th house is Scorpio. So your rise, how people see you is Scorpio. So I want you to think of yourself as like Scorpio senior and your kismet client 12th house is Scorpio junior. Okay. So she's not that far behind you. When you think about a kismet client, she's not like, she's not just dabbling at this point, especially with Scorpio energy she's already further along. So when you're thinking about like how you're going to you know, converse or the language that you're going to use um, to attract your kismet clients, use the mystical language. She's already there. She's just not as further down the rabbit hole as you are. So, but the interesting part about this is that Jupiter in Cancer and Jupiter in Cancer in the eighth house, which is the Scorpio house. So this is telling me that you're actually here to hold space, and I'm going to say hold community with the the with the uh, the theme of what you're holding space for is the eighth house, which is the land of the mystics, right? This is where people go to learn, um, you know, their incarnations. Why are they here? It could also be life path, which I know you do numerology and astrology yourself. So, but but Cancer is saying that there's community there. So this is where, so if you're going to expand your business and you're going to hold space for all of the Scorpio energies that you're going to serve, and you're going to serve it in such a way that is in the eighth house, which is also Scorpio energy. I mean, this is just telling me that if you haven't gone further, far enough down the rabbit hole with the Scorpio energy, it's time to go further down. Like there, it's like, I, I'm just seeing like advanced mystical arts, like, like even coming up with your own, like, um, I think we actually talked about that, I think in one of my astrology classes, that you're here to um, 
even potentially come up with your own methodology. It could be mixing and matching some of the mystical arts together to create your own. This could be a, you know, a certification program. It could be a trademark, um, you know, program, a signature system of some sort. Um, it's like your own combination. Like think about a lock that has, you know, you know, three, three dials to the left, three dials to the right, but it's like your own combination. So that is going to differentiate yourself. It's also going to hold space for them to learn a lot about a lot of different things that, that hold the overarching theme of one specific thing, which is the problem you solve, which we'll get to that because we already know that it's Scorpio energy that you're, as far as the problem you heard solve, but we need to figure out what that thing is because there's, it's a big pool of, um, of information that is available to Scorpio because once she has her eye on something she's interested in, she like seriously cannot rest until she knows like the ins and outs of the whole, like how the whole process works. Do you find that true to be for yourself? Yeah, I find that to be true. So I'll kind of go down a rabbit hole for several months on like one body of knowledge. And then when I feel like I have mastery or I've like learned it to, you know, a point where I, I feel like I've gone beyond the basics, then I'll kind of like move on to something else usually. I love it. Well, keeping notes of those. So I don't know if you are, hopefully because you have a lot of Virgo in your chart, but if you could keep like, um, like when you're learning and you're going down those rabbit holes, like dedicate like a journal or a notebook that's, it doesn't have anything else in there except for what you're learning because that end up, that could end up being the community, like that Jupiter energy that's going to bring you the good fortune for that expansion. But it could end up being like a school, you know, of like all the things that you've learned that you're now going to put your own spin on and teach to other people. Yeah, that's kind of, what I've been seeing for myself is maybe doing some kind of like mystery school membership yep. type offer and having like a certification program to take like that Scorpio archetype pretty deeply along the the path of like what I've learned and how I've put it together because I've put a lot of the info together in an original way. That is brilliant. That's exactly what I'm seeing so far as far as like the community. If it could be a membership, it could be a school, it could be a certification, but it's, it's deep. And it's something that, um, you know, they're looking for. They might not have found the right, um, the right leader yet, because you and I both know I have a ton of Scorpio in my chart, um, in the second house. And what the thing we have to realize about Scorpio is that she calls bullshit on a lot of stuff. So if she doesn't totally trust the person she's learning from, she won't, you know, she won't take the action to invest, you know? So it's really about the leader that she's like that, where she's going to actually spend the time and the invest, the, the month, the monetary investment to go down and, and learn that information. But it's like the more authentic that you are, the more, I don't know if vulnerable is the right word, even though it, it, transparent, I think is a better word. The more transparent you are with your mystical, um, mystical teachings, but also bringing in storytelling so that it's like, you're, you're actually building trust, even if it's just through social media, if it's through like a, a nurture campaign in your, in your newsletter, but you're doing it in such a way where you're actually like, you're not just telling them the information, you're actually sharing with them how that information has shaped your own life. Got it. 
because you've got, um, so in the same house, it's a very interesting, this eighth house, like you've got Chiron and you've got Jupiter and you've got it in Cancer. So Chiron is the wounded healer. This is basically a big natural gift that you have, which is Cancer in the eighth house, right? So Cancer is the mama bear of the Zodiac. So she holds space. She is nurturing. She is loving. Um, she wants to make you feel comfortable. Um, but she's also, um, she also has a tendency to hibernate. You know, she wants to crawl in her shell when she needs to like, um, you know, um, what's it called? Like digest all this, you know, all these things that are being given to her. And so you're really great at helping other people digest that information and come out of that shell. But for whatever reason, it's a challenge for you to do that for yourself. So this is an opportunity with Chiron to use that, those mystical teachings to help other people come out, like blossom into this, you know, third dimensional realm, even though they might feel that they are on a different plane. You know, they might feel like, you know, I'm seeing starseed. I'm seeing this person is interested in learning about star, being a starseed. And here you are, you know, with a membership or a community or what have you about helping them better um, navigate this life, like on land, you know, think about the crab, right? It's on land. And anytime, you know, it feels threatened, it might crawl back into its shell or it would go hibernate, um, you know, in a, in a warm place. So think about your kismet client, you know, she's basically, she's flooded with all these downloads. She might not know how to um, either activate or use the abilities that she has, although she knows that she has them. You know, like she might, she might be a medium, but she doesn't know what to do with that information. So I'm going to give you another example because I'm, I'm getting some downloads right now. Um, I had a girl come to me on Instagram and she goes, uh, and I feel like she's like your kismet client, not mine, but she goes, Hey, Angel, um, you know, I'm hearing things like I know things about people. I know why they're sick and I don't, I don't, and then she's, but she doesn't, she doesn't have a community that under, like she doesn't have anyone to talk to about it. You see what I'm saying? But she's like, she's in it and she's got the gifts, but she doesn't know what to do with it. I see that person as your person. Yeah. And that makes sense. Cause I think you've mentioned in a couple of other areas that your kismet client is basically like you three years ago, which is exactly where I was. Like I knew I could hear all of these things or like, I knew that I had a, a sense um, of things that were going on and like things that were going to happen, or I would just kind of have vibes about people all the time. And I would like receive information. One time I was in the middle of a client session and like straight up just channeled her grandma for her, but I didn't know how I was doing it or like how to harness that properly. So that totally, you know, that totally makes wow. sense. That resonates. That, okay. So now, now we're starting to see how that Scorpio archetype, that kismet client, like she's where you were. So imagine if there was a leader, if there was somebody out there that, you know, fell upon your lap and was like, look, like I was sitting right where you are, like hearing the voices, being able to channel, you know, people that have crossed over, um, having the, you know, these conversations where I don't even know where the information's coming from, but the people are tearing up and they're having these breakthroughs. And this person on the receiving end is like, oh my gosh, like I'm going through that. So if you create, so your niche, like your niche market is really, um, 
I don't know if the word is lonely. I don't know because she's kind of good by herself. Like Scorpio's good. Like she, she'll just, you know, research and, you know, continue to learn and do all that. But there's a part of her that knows that she's got a gift. She doesn't know how to use it. And yeah, so well, like, again, kind of going back to how I was feeling, like, I kind of felt like a lot of business coaching groups would focus a lot on like the very, very businessy aspect, but it was missing sort of the intuitive piece. Or if I was in a psychic group, it kind of felt like, well, you can't have a different opinion or like, um, if you don't do it the way that we do it, like this is not correct. And so I know I felt a little bit like alone because I just wanted a place that was like supportive and welcoming where like I felt safe to ask questions and to find some, you know, find knowledge basically and find like a little sense of community from other people who are sort of also going through the same thing. So like, I think especially like with the cancer energy too, I know like what I was missing at that time. So I know exactly like what I would have wanted or needed because it took me a really long time to find it. So it like really makes sense in terms of what she needs. Like I understand that independence and wanting to do everything on your own, but still feeling like, oh, like I need a little something. Yep. Well, I feel like we're definitely on to something here because it's like, sure. there is, a, like you said, there is business coaches out there helping people with these certain things. And there is psychics out there having communities, but you've got this very unique balance of grounded and with all the, okay, first of all, with all the Virgo, which we're going to cover here in a second, like all the Virgo in your chart is like, I'm able to articulate what I mean in a, in a, in a 3D, like grounded way, but I have access to the divine. It's a very unique combination when you have a lot of Virgo and you have a lot of Scorpio because they're very different. Like one is like firmly planted and rooted like a tree. And the other one is, you know, deep sea diving in the ocean you know, collecting the treasures down there. So together they work really nicely. I have a lot of Virgo and I also have a lot of Scorpio. So there's obviously, I would assume you're probably my kids, my client anyway, but um, it's just a nice balance. So uh, again, um, you know, we'll, we'll co let's go further into your chart here, but I think we're starting to create this, the groundwork here of community, um, you holding space, like you are the, you're, you're the, you're the, what's it called? Not the motherboard. You're the, It'll come to me. Mother is in the word is the word um, for these people, so that they have someone like a go-to person um, who's kind of I don't know if coach is the, even the right word here, um, but someone to go to whether it's like to buy her books um, or to follow her on Instagram and just know that she's supported because somebody out there understands. Okay, let's move on to um, any any other thing you want to mention before I move on. No, I mean, I was just going to say, I usually call myself like more of a guide. Like I'm really here to steward you through the journey and be a resource when you need me um, and provide you with the info. But like, I don't want to preclude you from, you know, finding original and creative ways to use it because that's actually the best way to be using the info, which I feel like Scorpio is really sort of capable of doing once she understands, then she also knows how to put her own twist or spin on it. Love it. Okay. The word came to me like you are creating a mothership. Anyway. That. Yeah. Mothership. That was the word. Like, it's like, 
you're anyway you're going to be the the sounding board the the person out there supporting these people okay so let's get for, go further in here so we've got um okay we talked about chiron so and the thing is you're actually you know the whole point of you know this astrology reading is to show you um what cycles what karmic cycles you are here to um to complete in this lifetime and the way that you're going to do that at least some of them is through your kismic clients so chiron and cancer when you serve them you work through your your ending cycles when you do that so the longer you wait to serve them and create that mothership the longer it's going to take for you to do that own healing with chiron in your cancer so it's almost like you're being the mother holding space as the mother for these people so that you can get the nourishment and and i don't know what your relationship is with your mother but you're going to have um that that healing take place with um it could even just be like you know in the womb you know anything that has to do with this like feminine archetype or divine feminine um is going to heal within you um, when you are of service to these people. For sure. Okay, so let's talk about Virgo because we have three planets in Virgo. Yes, one, two, three. Okay, so Mercury in Virgo, Venus in Virgo, uh, Virgo, and Mars in Virgo. Wow, I don't know if you're in a relationship, but is that partner a Virgo? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm not in a relationship, but the person that I like is a Virgo. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, well, because the way you communicate is Virgo, the way you love is Virgo and the way that you take action is Virgo. So it's very interesting to me because to me, like, you know, well, not to me, but in general, Virgo is the Virgin, right? So they're going to do everything with up utmost honesty, integrity, authenticity. They're going to work hard. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're very logical and practical, but there's really this, um, there's this part of them. And I, I talk about, about Virgo a lot on my Instagram just because I have a lot of Virgo and I'm always trying to like nourish Virgo because they have a tendency, you know, first of all, they are the overachievers. I mean, they just, they are the most successful because that's just ingrained in them. Um, and also they're great with communication just in general as well, because they are ruled by Mercury. You have, you actually have, you know, Mercury, uh, in Virgo. So, uh, or Mercury is ruling Virgo and this makes you an excellent communicator, like able to, um, I call them the executive producers of the Zodiac. Like they know how to get things done. They know how to organize a project. They know how to communicate what needs to be done and what time, here's the timeline, here's the project management software. This is how we're gonna get things done. This is the, you know, this is the calendar, you know, this new, the deadlines, it's all of that. So it's nice because when we have this in business, you know, we're going to be able to, our foundation is always going to be strong because Virgo is not going to skip a step because he or, or he or she already knows that it's the step that weaves the foundation, right? Like if you're building a building or you're, you're going to expand upon this, you know, this community that you're building with Jupiter, you know, in cancer, well, it's going to be Mercury in Virgo um, and Venus in Virgo and Mars in Virgo that's going to weave the foundation for you. So for example, let's say that once you finish with this reading and you, you kind of have your game plan, you know, like what the problem you solve, who you solve it for, what you're going to sell. And now you have to go out and you have to market it, right? So Virgo is going to come in and, and is going to be it, precision is going to be the key word for you. Precision. You're not going to rush any part of this process. 
That's what Virgo is really trying to teach you here with Mercury and Venus and Mars, because every time you, you rush it, it, you have to start over again. So this is an opportunity and wait, where's all this Virgo energy? It is in the, oh gosh, it's in, um, it's in the 10th house on the little bit in the ninth. Okay. So this is your career house. This is your house of, um, reputation. Okay. So we have to be careful here because the shadow side of Virgo can be very curt. She had, and I know, cause I got a lot of Virgo on my chart. She's got a, she's got a tongue on her and because she's so intelligent and she's knows how to get things done. Like she's a self starter. She, in fact, she just almost like prefers to just do it herself because she doesn't think anyone's going to do it right. But the problem with that one, it adds unnecessary stress. Two, Virgo cannot build what she really came here to build, that skyscraper in the sky, without a team. So if she ends up doing everything by herself, guess what? She's just going to become a bitch. You know, she's going to be somebody who's just stressed out. She's going to be somebody that just takes on too much, and she can even become a workaholic. So, you know, it's really important for us, you know, to use Virgo's energy, like, all of the qualities that are practical and structure and planning and all that stuff to a degree. But there's the other part, which is a part of Virgo, which is really about um, healing. So precision and healing that those are the two really beautiful qualities about Virgo. And if he, if she or she can find the right combination um, of balance of those, like how much to do of each one, precision, healing, precision, healing. So when you're communicating like on Instagram or Facebook or in your newsletter or in your videos or podcasts or whatever you're going to end up doing, there's got to be the logical, like, like, even if like, let's say you did a podcast and it was all about like how to communicate with your, with your spirit guides. Okay. Cause maybe your person really wants to, you know, tap into that more and get more savvy with that. So you would give them like a practical, like, um, like exercise, but then you would also give them a flip side. You'd give them something that would help to heal them at the same time. So practical, and it could be that the practical thing is a healing ritual, you see? So it's, it's gotta have this like perfect combination because the person, you know, you know, when this, this Scorpio that you're here to serve, she's got, um, she's got her own shit. No, not only is she gifted and has it, she doesn't know how to use this gift, but she's got, she might be carrying like past trauma with her still. So in order for her to really develop and blossom and nurture this gift, there has to be healing on top of how do I use my gift? Do, does that make sense? Yeah. And it could be that this membership or school or community that you're building it's, there's practical things on how to use the gifts, but there's also like, okay, so now that we learned the lesson, you guys, I need you guys to emerge yourself in water tonight. I need you to take a crystal bath. You know what I'm saying? Like there needs to be like that healing ritual where they're, you know, cutting cords. Um, they're doing the zip up method. They're, you know, recognizing the toxicity, maybe the environment or the relationships, because just imagine, and I don't know where you were three years ago, but that person, I could guarantee that whoever she's surrounding herself with is not like her kind. So that could also be why she doesn't know how to use her gifts because she, first she doesn't have the right, 
support system. She's not in the right environment and she doesn't have the rituals that are going to help her to um, protect her energy. Yeah, definitely. And that makes sense again, thinking back to where I was, I definitely didn't have the right support system or people who really like knew how to support me at that point. I had, I come from a very mystical family, but none of them really explored their gifts. So it was then difficult because I didn't really have the support that, you know, I needed. So that totally resonates like the practical element of, okay, how do I improve and refine on this? But also how do I deal with some of the trauma that's maybe not just like my trauma, but also past generational stuff that's still, you know, affecting me and affecting my beliefs. Interesting to bring up the ancestor stuff, especially with cancer there. Like, you know, cancers are like the family people, you know, that's like all about family, ancestry, community, social networks. Um, so it's, I mean, I feel like we're kind of getting into deeper layers here of like, you know, how Virgo is going to, um, you know, cre have that precision piece, but also that healing component that, um, and it might start, it might stem from the family tree, you know, it might stem from um, karmic cycles, you know, why do they, they might have a chronic health issue, they might have something, um, and they don't know why they have it, you know, they might have the gift, but they also might have excess weight, they might have, you know, an autoimmune disorder, and they don't know why. But like there's en entities and energies all around them. And because they're so psychic or they're so, um, they're so mystical in their, in their own right that they've never thought of it on in that way. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So Venus in Virgo. Okay. So this is like what you love. Okay. So it's almost like, um, <laughs> like, how do I say that? That's, like what you love about your work is, is the details. You know, it's just like, oh, I'm gonna learn this, and I'm gonna teach this, and I, you know, and getting that plan together. But, you know, Virgo is also, um, is, is, you know, the sixth house. You know, the sixth house is wellness. You know, like how well am I? Um, so again, you know, the, the things that you wanna be, be be a mindful of, you know, is um, spending time, like I'm, it's coming to me like the hermit card in tarot, you know, is Virgo. So uh, spending time alone, um, journaling, you know, instead of, you know, I don't know, instead of watching, you know, Netflix, it's really like about, you know, going internal um, you know, visiting Mother Mary, visiting Mary Magdalene, visiting, um, you know, your guides uh, in such a way that um, it's like they're, help, they're there to help you renew your wings. So like every time that you don't feel light, if you feel heavy, like that's just it's time to have hermit mode. It kind of plays nicely with the moon and Libra. Because, you know, Libra is going to be in nature and she's looking for peace. And what sign needs more peace than Virgo? With that active mind, you know, that all that mercury energy that Virgo has by, you know, just naturally, you know, we've got to calm the mind. So I, I'm sure, you know, at some point you've done some, um, your own healing, but also just having like, you know, what is that practice that you do that, that calms 
that overstimulated mercury energy? Is it like going on a walk? Is it laying in the sun? Is it, you know, being quiet? Is it meditating? Um, because the way that you're going to receive the downloads and the way that you're going to recharge your batteries is, is, is definitely going to be aligned with that. Yeah, I usually like what I usually do for myself and for self-care and to unwind is just like take a really like long, warm bath. So I find that like that's where I can kind of veg out. That's where my best ideas come is like when I'm just like the most relaxed and in the water. Love it. Love it. Okay, so let me see. Then we have Mars here, but Mars is in the ninth house and Venus is in the ninth house. Okay, so you have, you know, you have Venus in the 10th house. Oh, well, that's interesting. Okay, wait a minute. Um, have you ever thought about having your community or what you're doing about love? Um, no. Well, honestly, I haven't really considered that. I mean, I haven't had very many, like, what I would say, like, long or fruitful relationships, so I don't really feel like I'm an expert in that area. What about self-love? Yeah, self-love, definitely. Um, that is a big journey that I went on. I was, like, suicidal. I had really, like, negative body image. I really didn't start to love or appreciate myself or think of myself in any kind of positive way until pretty much like my mid twenties. Wow. Because with you have Venus in Virgo, look at healing Venus is love and beauty in the 10th house, which is your house of like career and reputation and what you're known for. That kind of fits very magically together and think of Scorpio you know, where, you know, she's got all of the Scorpio archetype, you know, she's got all of this like Kundalini energy, you know, like she's very magnetic, but she might not know how to harness that, or she might have traumas that have not been healed around that. So she does that. Maybe that's why she doesn't know how to use her superpowers. You know what I'm saying? Like there's still like layers and she's digging, but just because she's accumulating knowledge doesn't mean that she's healing the wound. Yeah, well, I feel like a big, big part of my self-love journey was overcoming, like, the sort of fear of being a mystic and being intuitive and being psychic. It just, I grew up in a very, very Catholic house, and so, like, all of that stuff was definitely, like, wrong. My mom is, like, super intuitive. Like, my mom is more reliable than any pregnancy test. It's crazy. Um, wow. and my grandma had like the gift of healing touch and like, I come from a very, very long line of like healers and mystics, but we like don't talk about it. And all of the sort of ladies that have been in my family tree have been like very, very quiet, haven't wanted to share any of that kind of stuff. So I feel like for me, a huge part was realizing that like, I wasn't a freak. I wasn't weird that like, this wasn't a part of me that I should like shut off that it was actually something to like embrace and celebrate and like be really proud of that, you know, this was a part of my identity, just like anything else. Wait, what you just said, and I'm so glad this is recording so you can listen to this again, because we just got done talking about 
family trees and ancestors. You just told me that you came from a long line of mystics who didn't want to talk about it because you grew up in a Catholic family, that you've been on a journey uh, to love yourself, you know, body image, um, suicide. Okay, now think about your kismet client for a second. She's going through the same exact thing, but you're ahead of her. She doesn't, she doesn't have what to, she, she hasn't brought order to that, to those thoughts yet. You know, like your Virgo has now broken it down into like, these were the steps. Like what you're, what we're really talking about right now is a signature system. The problem that you're here to solve is helping other, you know, deep mystical women, people, right? I, I am seeing women here, but you know, it can be men too. Um, divine feminine might be a better way to put it. Um, to self heal, right? To heal themselves. Um, starting from their lineage, right? Starting from their, their family tree and then moving up the family tree to, you know, my physical body, my emotional body, my mental body, my spiritual body, and then implementing the rituals into place so that she's protected in all four of those areas so that she can actually really end up using those gifts as her life work. Because, you know, the eighth house is opposite of the second house, which is the house of money. So that's like the journey where she's going to come full circle is once she does this, all these doors are going to open, but they're not going to open until she's actually done this, this system, the signature system that you've already done for yourself. Yeah. And that, I think that makes a lot of sense. Cause yeah, the first kind of step towards me being able to really like harness my gifts or listen to any of my intuition, you know, or any of my psychic stuff was really being able to sort of go down that journey of self-love with my gifts and realize that like there was nothing wrong with it, that just because um, like my family was kind of quiet and secretive about it. It didn't mean that it was like bad. It just, that's their belief and that's their stuff, but I could choose a different path. So I feel like that's probably where she's at is she's probably like really curious, but her growth is being quite stunted right now because she's afraid to go deeper. Cause she's still dealing with that, like fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, like all these kinds of things that come up when you're talking about ancestry and when you're talking about sort of being the black sheep or like taking your own path within this sort of family or peer network. Wow. You know, and remember what I said at the very beginning that your secret sauce is Leo. Now just imagine how warm she's going to feel in your presence like all that light and sun and adoration that she's not getting, you know, she's, she's still like searching, right? She's still researching. She's still investigating things. And here you are holding space, having this community where she's, you know, she's understood because you're sharing your story, right? You're out there saying, this is what I've gone through. And this is what I now help my clients with, but you're doing it in such a way. One, you have the cancer energy, which is nurturing just like a mother. And then you have the Leo energy, which is going to sprinkle all of the, the light, bringing the light to the Scorpio Plutonian energy. So she feels yeah. light. Yeah. Well, even having like the cancer makes a lot of sense because if she's not feeling very like nurtured or safe within her family line, like she kind of needs someone that can provide that 
safe and sort of like maternal or divine feminine type of energy for her. So like, I understand what that's like. And I know how traumatic and scary it can be to go through that process. So I have a lot of, you know, empathy and compassion for people that are in that spot, because I know exactly what it's like to be there. Interesting. Have you ever thought about doing um, anything destination, like a retreat or anything like that? Because you have the sun and Leo in the ninth house, which is, you know, this is uh, travel, culture, um, spiritual teaching. I just, I don't know, I got the download of some kind of destination thing where you guys do this together somewhere. Yeah, well, I definitely thought about, especially for like one-on-one clients, having um, some in-person like VIP day type of thing where we basically decide on a spot where we both want to travel and we feel good about it and really like spending some time together, a significant amount of time really working on like intensive healing, but also really intensive sort of self-care to balance that out as well because it can be quite energetically exhausting to do a lot of this work. So I want to make sure it's like really balanced with fun and replenishing activities that really sort of fill the cup after being, you know, after being emptied. Well, I love that. I think she needs that. Um, in order to see, it's like almost like taking her out of her environment to see what it could look like. Exactly new life yeah wow okay so let's keep going here we've got um okay let's talk about capricorn because we've got quite a few things in capricorn so let's do um let's do saturn saturn and capricorn is in oh the money house okay great so um you've got three planets here saturn uranus and neptune all in capricorn in the second house so this is your house of money uh, finances, investments, um, but, you know, in business, we've obviously got to make money to, you know, make our business successful. And we've got Saturn there and Saturn already naturally rules Capricorn. So it's a really nice placement. It's actually very strong um, as far as like bringing in money, um, even just bringing in like um, leadership, you know, um, you know, building your, your business with you as a strong leader. Now, the thing I love about Capricorn I am Capricorn, um, is they, um, they're the king. You know, and I think that when I see kings, um, like the king of pentacles, I think of Saturn and Capricorn because the Capricorn is not like Virgo in the sense that Capricorn will do the grunt work if it has to, but it's not really the best placement for, for Capricorn. Capricorn is much better as the leader, like the CEO, so there's actually a great book if you haven't read it yet, which is very Saturn and Capricorn. It's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Have you ever read it? No. Okay, well, write it down if it interests you. It's a fantastic book for this concept that we're going to talk about right now. Um, so the one thing is basically a question. And then the question is this. If there was one thing that you could do today, tomorrow, next week, next month, so uh, such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. That is such a Capricorn way to think. See, Libra, excuse me, Virgo is like, what needs to get done? Okay, I'm gonna write a long list of things that get done and then I'm gonna check them off. No, Saturn Capricorn is like, 
okay, I've got all the stuff I need to do, but I don't want to do half of it. So either I need to find someone to do it or I need to come up with an, something else that's going to eliminate this so that this is actually done on my behalf. Is it a software? You see what I mean? It's like, it's like it's more strategic. It's just more on, um, you know, I want to be the CEO, not pretend I am one. You see? Yeah. So the second house, the way that you're going to make money is you're the CEO. So even though you're the one telling the story and helping them with your signature system and you've got this community and you've got all this stuff, this is telling me that you need to think bigger. Like you need to think in such a way that like, okay, well, what's going to happen when I get my first 10 clients? What's going to happen when I get my, 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 my 50 clients? Like, Am I gonna be like SOL, like shit out of luck because I don't have the the the, the foundation, I don't have the I don't have the softwares implemented, I don't I don't have the thing that makes it possible for me to serve more of these people. So this is saying if you want to see the money, Saturn is saying if you want to see the money, you need to think bigger. You need to think about resources. You need to think about you know what is these one things that you can add into your business that are going to eliminate some of the stuff off of your plate so that you're not just sitting around checking things off the to-do list yeah and you've got uranus there which is saying you're going to probably do it in a weird way yeah that's that's fair <laughs> <laughs> Like you're going to have to just like meditate on it. You're going to have to come up with your own way to make your business work for you without you working in your business all the time. Like you work, like it's fine to work on your business, coming up with new amazing things, you know, strategies and this and that, but to actually be the one, like, you know, even just like scheduling your social media posts or like whatever the little day to day things are, it's fine to do those for a little bit, but the money is not going to come because Saturn's in control. Saturn's basically like, until you do it this way, Erica, I'm going to make it hard for you. I'm going to challenge you. And you're not going to see the fruits of your labor until you start doing it this way. Is that, that's how stern he is. Yeah, that makes, that makes complete, um, that makes complete sense, especially I think too, we've talked about this, but like I have a difficult time sort of giving up control of stuff I think because I have so Virgo. much like Virgo in my chart yeah it's like I want to make sure that it gets done correctly or like this you know the support that I found hasn't seemed like up to my standards so I think for me the biggest challenge is going to be like getting my business to a point where I can start reinvesting in staff and really reinvest in quality staff who are as invested in their part of the vision and mission of what I'm trying to grow or what we're trying to grow as a team as I am. Exactly. That's the mindset. And the fact that you're already thinking that way, that's, that's where the cha-ching shows up. Okay, so we've got about 10 minutes left and I really don't wanna run out of time to talk about your North Node, your North Node and your South Node. Um, this is huge for your, your, your life path. Um, so you've got your true node or your North node in the sign of Aquarius. You've got your South node in the sign of Leo. So the South node is your natural gifts. So you naturally bring warmth to the world. Like you are a light worker. Um, you're naturally organized. You're naturally creative. You're naturally, um, charming. Um, you know, you are, you know, 
the way that you think has has structure. Um, think about it this way. You have three planets in Virgo, and we already know what Virgo's like. Virgo is a perfectionist, but guess where Virgo learned it from? Leo. Because Leo, so Virgo comes after Leo in the zodiac. So, you know, all the, all the zodiac signs are just layered on top of each other. You know, that's why Pisces are known to be the addicts because they're carrying a little bit of all the signs and they're like, what do I do with all this stuff? This is like a lot to carry, right? So Leo is like taught Virgo all of its ways and then Virgo just intensified it. So here you are um, with this natural gift. You know, do you know how many people would love to have the natural gift of being magnetic? to be like that people want it, they're drawn to you without you even like thinking that you're trying. You know, it's a fire sign. So this is like, there's a lot of passion and like just swooping people off their feet, you know? And then, you know, you get, you swoop them and then they get under the hood of your car and then you've got this brain and you've got this passion and you've got, you know, all of these um, big ideas and you're, you know, logical and practical on top of that. So it's kind of like this, it's a really beautiful winning formula, not only for entrepreneurship, but just for, for, um, you know, people want you in their social circle, you know, and you add like mysticism and like that mysterious Scorpio energy and people are just like, she's an enigma. So your natural gift is, you know, really the, 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 sh the brighter you can allow yourself to shine your light, the better. That's just a natural gift. If you're not, if you're not like, putting selfies of yourself up on the Instagram, it's time to start doing that. Like, it's like whatever has been, you know, holding back the light, if at all, it's time to get rid of all of that because it's like, no matter what you might think, people just want to be around you. Got it. Okay. So then you've got your North node in the sign of Aquarius. So this is your challenge that leads you to your destiny. And you've got Aquarius here, which I love because I'm all about the age of Aquarius. We're in the age of Aquarius. Aquarius is about giving back. It's about aligning yourself with a cause that's bigger than you. So, I mean, the, the logical thing would be to, you know, align yourself with a charity, start a charity, start a nonprofit. Or it could be giving a percentage of proceeds to an organization that you believe in. Um, that's the, the practical or logical way to look at Aquarius. But the other way, which I like even better because you can always, you know, give money to charity and give back and give grants and all that stuff, which is beautiful. But the other part of it is that's the more, uh, masculine, you know, part of Aquarius, but the feminine part of it is really about individuality. And, you know, Aquarius is, are ruled by, um, Uranus, which are, you know, the funky Comedina, you know, she's like, she's got, she's got, she's an individual. She's all about originality, you know, and she's all always about taking care of people. Um, similar to cancer, but in a different way. I feel like cancer, um, cancer is a little bit more, um, I don't know the right word, not clingy. Um, this is a water sign. They're just more emotional about it. Like Aquarius is air. So they're not doing it um, they're not necessarily doing it from their, their heart. They're doing it from their soul. They're doing it because it's helping them with their ascension. It's, they're doing it because, um, they, they see the world through a lens 
that's much bigger than them. They know that the world is one and not just individual. You know, it's not just one person here and there. It's the big whole. It's the universe. So the challenge here is how do you incorporate Aquarius into this path, you know, of helping this Scorpio archetype to fully embrace who they are, to love, what, to know where they came from, to heal their traumas, um, to understand what the gifts are, but to have um, practical solutions and rituals in place in order, you know, for them to start to create those boundaries that they need. But then you've got this uniqueness, right? This, this part of you that's going to be imperative for you to truly own your individuality is going to give them permission to, to own theirs. And that is much different than the Leo energy because Leo is like on the star of the movie. The Aquarius is on the supporting actress. And to get comfortable being the supporting actress because you know that you're, it's actually just because you're one of a trillion cells. You know, you're just one of a trillion cells. And you know that when the more people, and this is where Saturn and Capricorn comes full circle here, you knows that the more people that you serve, the more transformation that the planet, you know, endures, but the more that you are actually led to your destiny. Got it. I know it's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like this gave me a lot of really good clarity sort of about the direction to take or like where my kismet client actually is right now in her journey and like what she really needs at this point in time, um, which is good because I started like pretty much as a business coach. So a lot of times my sort of default place that I want to go back to is business coaching, but like, that's not really what she needs. Like she may need at some point some practical business stuff, but that's not what she needs most urgently at this particular, you know, point in time. She's got to do all of this healing and yeah. stuff like that first um, before she can even really think about that or before she's in a place of alignment and integrity to actually be able to like build a spiritual business, you know? Um, so that really helps me a lot to gain that clarity about like, okay, I can see how like a membership would be really good because if she's focusing on healing every month and if she's focusing on taking some of the practical steps and like every month she's going to need something like, new to do hopefully in a month she'll be able to heal from whatever the you know the topic is and if not she needs to spend a little bit more time on it like that's totally okay but um yeah i can see how that would work but also having some things that are more structured and allow for that deeper engagement like really helps me to get clarity on my model and I feel really good about it because one thing I've always been super concerned about is doing a bunch of one-on-one -on -one. that feels super draining to me but I can see where like even with my north node that that's actually not the world's like best path to follow one-to-one -one would be something that I can do sparingly but really the things that I build and this is very in alignment with how I've wanted to build things anyway um, I really need to focus more on like groups or I'm serving kind of the masses so that I can, you know, transform more people at once. And that can really start to create, you know, a ripple effect. 
And that would just make Saturn so happy too. Yeah. Well, I, I feel too, like even for the Aquarius, the sort of sign for Aquarius like is a ripple in a way. That's always mm -hmm. what I think of when I think of Aquarius. So like it really makes sense too. And it's sort of good visual guidance that like my effect or like what I'm really here to do is to have that ripple effect and to have that effect of service because I know if I can heal more healers and if I can heal more mystics then there's more people who can then bring that knowledge forward and there's you know more people who can help to sort of destigmatize the healing or mystical arts and continue to make it more and more of something that's consumed by the masses so like all of this feels very very aligned wow wow i'm just loving this first of all i love the analogy of aquarius being the ripple effect i love it you know i always think about aquarius as actually being the last sign of the zodiac even though pisces is because pisces is in you know another realm already so the cycle is really you know has ended on the, on the 3D realm with Aquarius and then Pisces is, you know, you know, in this other like karmic in between realm before it starts a new cycle with Aries. So, you know, here you are, um, your, your, your challenge that leads you to your destiny is the ending of the cycle. You know, like this is much bigger than me. It's much bigger, um, than, um, doing one-on-ones. It's, it's, it's the magnitude, you, exactly what you just said. I mean, the way that you, I'm glad that we recorded this so you can listen to what you're saying because the language that you're using, it's very clear, you know, and it doesn't surprise me because once Virgo understands something, they are able to communicate it to the world. For sure, yeah. And I think too, like Aquarius is really the person who's best poised anyway to have a ripple effect because they've kind of gone all the way around and they're at the end of the cycle. They've sort of accumulated and picked up all of this wisdom anyway. So like really in the Zodiac, like who better than Aquarius to be the person that goes out and creates a ripple effect to really make change. So yeah, I really love that. I'll probably actually do a post on the visuals of Aquarius and Aquarius is the ripple effect sign. Cause I think that'll definitely, um, that'll definitely resonate, but yeah, this was really, really helpful. Cause I feel super clear now about like, okay, yes, this is like really what I'm here to do. This is how I can sort of take some of the, like even some of the Libra ness that I felt before where I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like, you know, maybe I can do this or maybe I can do a little bit of that. Like different people are going to, going to need different things to heal and they're going to need different mod modalities. So all of the things that I've picked up instead of being like super crippling and overwhelming sometimes um, can actually be like really, really helpful and healing. And this really gives me a good idea of like how to do that and how to use that stuff powerfully and like, you know, rallying behind one central theme basically. I love it. I'm so excited for you, Erica. I'm so happy to have you in the club. I want you to write articles all about this kind of stuff. Get it in the magazine. I'm here to support you in any way that I possibly can to get your message out there. I think it's one that is, is it's being craved right now. There are so many people out there with these gifts and they're just like, what do I do with these? Like, do you know? And so I actually want to put you in touch with the girl that I'm thinking of that I think is your kismet client, not mine. Um, because I, I know that there's more of those people and um, even just having, um, having one person kind of 
you know, be your beta client in this, you know, new program that you're going to launch or what have you, you know, it's just the beginning of something that's really going to transform the world. So I'm so glad that you chose me to do this reading for you. I hope that, you know, it continues to, well, over the next 48 hours, you're just going to keep getting more and more downloads. So just make sure you've got your journal or notebook handy uh, to write those things down. And um, if there's anything else you ever need, just holla. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. This has been awesome. Thanks, Erica. Have a beautiful rest of your day. You too.